0: You can bet your bottom dollar that um, Donald Trump is going to go to his grave believing that he won this election. He's, he will He will live the rest of his life believing and doing everything in his power to have other people believe that this thing was stolen from him. Even, even though he'll know deep, deep down inside that he was a failure, that he lost this election. He'll know. He'll know that he, he lost this thing. But he is going to go, you, you know, trust me on this. He's going to go to his grave believing that it was stolen from him. That he won this. That he was the legitimate victor in this presidential race. But he'll know. I mean, he, you know, he's going to, how will he not know? I mean, uh, Joe Biden uh, will be sworn in on January 20th as our next president. And Trump will not be able to ignore that. He will, I, you know, he, he's doing everything in his power to delegitimize the vote. To delegitimize the voice of the public. But he will know. He will know that he did not win this thing. Look, uh, there are plenty of good reasons why Donald Trump was not elected to a second term. You don't need a conspiracy theory uh, to help that out at all. There are plenty plenty of reasons, plenty of great reasons why... Uh, Donald Trump didn't win the election. And, you know, the, the, it's all over the place. I'm sure you're experiencing it at every turn, um, the conspiracy theories. And um, they, they're all over the place with this. Fraud is is the big word right now. That's, that's what they always do. It's all, what they always try to say. They always try to le- uh, delegitimize the vote. Uh, by claiming fraud. But, you know, if your friends ask you, if you get into a conversation, if you see this uh, stuff uh, uh, swarming around, all you have to say is that there, you know, there were plenty of good reasons why Donald Trump didn't win the election. You don't need a a conspiracy theory to explain any of it. Bringing, Bringing in the conspiracy theories is... Uh, You know, proof that these folks are grasping at straws, that they're grasping. There's nothing, there's no rational, logical thought behind any of it. They don't want to acknowledge all of the other stuff. They don't want to acknowledge that Trump lost suburban women. They don't, want to, they don't want to acknowledge all the real reasons that this guy was unfit to serve a second term. And so they're left to resort to uh, conspiracy theories, to conjecture, to unfounded claims, to baseless accusations. And, and you know, I think that's, that's what Trump has, has tried to do uh, for a long time, is to plant the seeds of doubt. You know, he's been saying that if, if, he, if he loses this election, if he, if he lost this election, uh, he said this earlier on, if he, if he, was, if he loses the election, it's because it, it's stolen from him. Because in his mind, he can't lose. And he's somehow convinced a huge portion of the American population to believe that same premise. But if you have any sense about you at all, it's obvious. I mean, you can see from the get go, what this guy has been up to. He's, he's try, he's set the stage, he's attempted to set the stage so that no matter what happens, no matter what happened during this election, it would be illegitimate, and so that's why we uh, hear so much about these conspiracies, including the one I read—the headline I read recently about Trump, uh, or maybe it was Giuliani, trying to argue that it was the mob who had their hand in the Philadelphia vote count. You don't have to go that far out on a limb. That's what I'm trying to say. And is is what you should argue to anybody who brings this nonsense up. Who Anybody, you know, when you're sitting around the Thanksgiving table this year and your relatives start uh, droning on about how this election was rigged and it was stolen from Donald Trump, that's the only way he could lose. You need only say, that's not the only option here, and perhaps it's the most outlandish option to grasp onto a conspiracy theory, because there are better reasons, lots of better reasons why Trump lost this thing. Uh, James Mattis, uh, John Kelly, Colin Powell. Cindy McCain, Stormy Daniels, the assault on democracy, using our White House as a backdrop for his campaign, all the lies, injecting bleach, sunshine in our veins, the mishandling of COVID. A quarter million people dead. And the list goes on and on. You, you know, I'm, I'm no political science expert. I'm no uh, political history expert. I'm just a regular old guy who's been watching this stuff as it's unfolded before us in the, on the American landscape. Uh, I believe what my eyes have seen. I believe um, what, I, what I've seen with Trump and his narcissism and his inability or um, denial of looking past himself. But, you know, he's been, he's been working these conspiracy theories from the get-go. Uh, he likes to tweet or retweet. Conspiracy theories. He's been doing that. Uh, uh, Who's this QAnon? Um, but you, here's the thing. I mean, and you, if, if you're willing to believe conspiracy theories, then you're willing to believe anything. And that's what Tr- Trump is banking on here. He's banking on the, the, this notion that he's able to dupe people into believing anything. It's like he's been priming the pump for this all the while. Spread conspiracy theories. Uh, equivocate on the COVID virus, um, fake news. You see his, his, his main goal, his primary goal as a con man is, has been and continues to be a distortion or creating a distortion on reality. I mean think about that for for just just a half second. Um you know, I hear people praise uh Donald Trump for being a good businessman. And um I can't I can't really see it. I don't I don't see it N- not in the same sense Of the everyday day-to-day guy I see out in the street who's, you know, working a business, creating a business and um, doing it legitimately. You know, take a look around your town. There are those people who are running legitimate businesses and who have built things from the ground up without anything. That's not Donald Trump. He's riding the wave of money and power that his father put in place, and he's he's squandered a, a great deal of that, at least that's what we get from uh, the tax returns that the new york, new york New York Times released not so long ago um, and in fact is is severely in debt um and he, you know, rode the wave of a reality TV star for a while. You know, so this is, that, this is what Donald Trump has done. He has, he has sold to people or marketed to people this distortion on reality. I suppose that's what is required when your life is nothing more than a facade. If, if you're a con man, you have to maintain the facade. You have to maintain the lie. And that's what Trump has, has built an empire on if that's what you want to call it. An empire on a facade. The distortion of reality. You know, making things appear more than they are. Why else would you want to be a part of Trump's brand? Why else would you want to license the Trump name? You I mean, you, you have to you have to believe or convince yourself that there's some value behind that thing, behind that name, behind that brand. And that's what Trump does. It's a distortion of reality. And that's why he's been, he, that's his go-to, and that's why he has used that so much as president. He's merely created a facade, and some people buy into it. Some people believe it. I think he's a con man. A narcissist. I think he's in this for nothing more than power for himself and for his family. But so uh, the 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 grinder is grinding away, and the tweets continue. Baseless accusations about how this. Poor little Donnie was robbed of his presidency. You know, I, it, it, it requires you as the listener, it requires you as the observer of all of this to really suspend your disbelief and not believe what your eyes are seeing and to make a transition into the world of Trump's reality. Um, This guy wants you to believe that there was voter fraud on such a scale that it would tip the results in four or five states. And think think about that just for a moment, the coordination, the effort, The action it would require for that to happen. But he does this preying on people's ignorance, preying on the fact that not many of us uh, can understand or do understand how it all works. He, he wants you to believe it's like magic, like the voting process, the democratic voting process in the United States is like magic. And that it can be affected by the whims of, of whomever. On a, on, a, on a grand scale, on a scale so large that it would tip, uh, tip the power take away his power, rob him of his prestige as president. I mean, how long have we been, uh, as a country, relying on our voting process? How long have we been going through this? We got it figured out. It really wouldn't be that difficult to... Uncover fraud on that kind of scale. Now, here's the other thing. I mean, you will hear um, a lot of people talk about irregularities in the ballots, in the counties, in the states. But don't be fooled by that word because your typical professional lay person who's using that word irregularities means something completely, completely different than what the Trump machine means when they say irregularities. Trump, when he uses the word irregularities, it means only one thing. It's a euphemism for fraud. But we all know what ir- irregularities are, what it means. It means there was, there was something not regular within the ballot or counting process or recording process or what have you. And it could be anything. Just a mere human error. Irregularities do not always equal fraud. So don't be fooled by that. So where are we? I mean, what happens next? You know, uh, in previous uh, podcasts I've talked about this transformation of Trump into a, a true dictator. And I think he's there for the most part. He's, he's gone full circle and has go, gone full 180 degrees, whatever it is, whatever that degree is. He is transformed. He's there. He's ready to be, he's ready to do whatever it takes or whatever he needs to do to retain power you 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 can't convince me of anything differently at this point he would do anything to retain his power how can he give it up how can he walk away from that um when you have a narcissistic ego it it needs constantly to be fed, there's no better position than the President of the United States to get that constant uh, nurturing of your fragile, narcissistic ego. And once, once that's gone, what's left? So as the narcissist and dictator that he is, I, I think at this point he would do anything he possibly could to retain that power. He's capable of anything. Now, I, I suppose the only thing we have going for us, now what we will see is, is whether or not our institutions of democracy will prevail and will prevent him from doing whatever it is he's capable of doing. Because there's no doubt in my mind that uh, if, if our institutions were weaker, any more weaker than they are right now, he, he, would, he would do something outlandish, something tragic, something more horrific than the things he's already done to retain that power. The only thing we can hope right now is that he really is in check because of our democratic institutions Um, and that he is left with nothing else to do than to vacate the White House on January twentieth. So that's where we're at. I mean, um, this guy will will continue to believe that he even even past even when Biden takes the oath on the twentieth, Donald Trump won't acknowledge it. He'll continue to believe that he's the president. Why wouldn't he? I mean, in in his words, he's the only, he is our saving grace. We owe everything to Donald Trump.